0: Hello and welcome to Flashes of DEI, a podcast where we explore topics and ideas related to diversity, equity, and inclusion. I am Dr. NJ Akbar. Pronouns are he, him, and I serve as the Associate Vice President for Diversity,
1: Equity, and Inclusion here at Kent State University. And I am with Katie Mattice. uh, they, them, their pronouns, uh, and I serve as a director in DEI.
0: Yes, and February is Black History Month here in the United States. started as a week-long observance in uh, 1926, eventually expanding into a month first celebrated here at our very own Kent State University in 1970. And it wasn't recognized throughout the country until 1976. So we have a lot to be proud of here Mm at uh, Kent State University. And for this episode, we wanted to highlight a slice of that Black history uh, that started right here at Kent State uh, by taking a look at the Pan-African Faculty Staff Association, or PASFA, as we so affectionately call it, uh, which was the first Kent State University employee resource group, or ERG, before we even knew what ERGs were, uh, founded (laughs) in 1972. Uh, Joining us are some fellow Flashes who have been involved with PASFA. For several years, uh, if you don't mind introducing yourselves to our listeners.
2: Hello, everyone. Uh, My name is Renee Romine. My pronouns are she and her. And I am a KSU retiree from the um, Training and Organizational Development Department in Human Resources. And I'm also the past president of the Pan-African Faculty and Staff Association. So happy to join you today. Happy to have you.
0: Yes. Yes.
3: Hello. Uh, my name is Babakar Mai. Uh, and my pronouns are he, him, and his. I am currently uh the chair of the department of English, um, where I teach, but I also teach uh, in the department of Pan African Studies. I'm very happy to be here.
1: And you are the current president, right?
3: Yes. 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 <laughs> I'm also. I'm also the current president of uh, the Pan African. Uh, faculty and Staff Association Uh, since, uh, yeah, since uh, last summer.
1: Nice. Yay. Yeah, exciting stuff. <laughs> yes, yes. So I want to thank you both for being here and being willing to talk about PASA and your experiences with it and kind of the history of it. But there are some folks who may not know what PAFSA is. So would you be willing to give our listeners an overview and share a little bit about what it does?
2: Yes, I can start and then you can chime in, Dr. Mbai, if you like. Um, But PAFSA has been around since 1972. Um, And really, um, in the 70s, ERG started more with corporate organizations. We are probably one of the first... Um, in higher education. So I'm very proud to be a part of that legacy. And um, if you think about it, a lot of the organizations um, that focused on um, either the uh, Black faculty, staff, and students started around that time. Mm -hmm. Um, But ASFA came together to celebrate the intellectual work of our community um, because sometimes it, it was not um, as valued. Um, it was to promote employment, to recognize our community, to give us a shared space, um,
3: mm-hmm.
2: you know, whether it's your identity, um, your race, gender. Uh, where we could come together and um, really feel safe to talk, um, to uplift one another. And it really, you know, is a way to give you a sense of belonging um, as well. And, you know, for those underrepresented employees. Yeah.
3: Yeah. uh, For me, um, PAFSA's significance uh, lies in the fact that it is an entity that is part of Kent State um, but that is somewhat independent, you know, independent in terms of ideas, uh, independent in terms of advocacy. And we know that in the United States, uh, the term Pan-Africanism goes back into history like centuries ago. You know, if you look at a book such as Slave Culture and National theory and the Foundation of Black America by Sterling Stuckey, uh, you can find out that uh, from pretty much uh, as early as 1816, Uh, African-Americans or people of African descent in the United States have felt the necessity to have organizations that would uh, allow them to speak on behalf of their people. So the whole idea of being a race person that that was really prevalent um, in the early 20th century during the Harlem Renaissance evokes um, the importance of the community, Mm -hmm. like perceiving oneself as a member of a larger group. Uh, and knowing that when one has the opportunity uh, to have a job, you know, to make it into the middle class or the upper class, uh, within the African-American community, there is this history of uh, reminding that individual of their ethical and and, and duty, you know, and responsibility to really look back and, and help, you know, those African-Americans who really are unable, you know, to get to that level, get there. You know, and that's what W.E.B. Du Bois was about. That's what uh, Marcus Garvey was about. Uh, you know, that's what uh, Josephine Baker was about, you know, and others. So when I came here at Kent, uh, to Kent State, I had colleagues in the Department of uh, African Studies, you know, such as Professor George Garrison, you oh, know, wow. and uh, such as Professor Christopher Williams, you know, and oh, Professor yeah. Nuwambo Temu, who is still here, and also Professor Barnes and others really reminding us junior faculty of the fact that having a tenure track job didn't really um exempt us from those responsibilities. That's right. You know, and learning, learning like what those responsibilities are, to me that's what PAFSA is about. Hmm. So I I feel honored. I feel honored by the existence of the
0: company. Yeah, without a doubt. I
2: just wanna add that this really made me even think more about the significance of ERGs. You know, so Seattle is the first city in our country um, to ban caste discrimination and to acknowledge that that exists because when you're underrepresented, you know and you feel it in everything in every way. You know, ERGs really make it easier to deal with some of that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Yes. Um- and you know, you know, I've had the distinguished honor to serve under both of you as presidents of PASFA. And um I, I think that everything you just said about its significance is um important and uh foundational. One of the things that I just heard from Babakar was around mentorship and um also from uh Renee about building community. Mm-hmm. And so As you think about PASFA, which recently uh, hit the 50 year milestone.
1: Hey, hey. You know, so. (laughs) Exactly, exactly. You
0: know, we got to raise the roof for real. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if people are still saying that, but I (laughs) do. Definitely, uh, (laughs)
2: definitely. I know what you're talking about. (laughs) Let's raise it.
0: (laughs) Yes, as we think about the 50 years, that milestone, would you mind? Uh, sharing with us some context around uh, not just the creation of PASFA 50 years ago, but you know, why do we still need PASFA? I think
2: that as long as we have um, discrimination, it's it's really hard for people um, to see that if you if it doesn't really involve you. Mm-hmm talk about that a lot. Um, you know, so as long as we still have it, I think the ERGs are necessary and they play a big part of shaping, help shaping that culture. Um, it speaks to retention. And I think a, a lot of things that are even more important sometimes I think than the administrators realize what these groups do uh, for our faculty and staff. I mean it's just incredible, really. Um, so I think that, you know, at Kent State, we're making strides. Um, but, you know, we still are part of the bigger society. Um, so there are things that we're still going to we're going to have to deal with. And everybody's at a different place. You know, as far as your roles and DEI I mean, you know, you get it and, you know, we want to move forward and, and keep advancing. Um, but. You know, there are people that, you know, they don't. And so we have to continue the education. We have to continue to have the support for our people, Mm -hmm. you know, in those um, processes. Um, So I think it's it's still very relevant today. I mean, especially with everything that we're seeing, you know, with um, police, you know, abuse and, you know, different things going on in our community that impact. Um, our community because we can't just cut it off and come to work. I mean, Mm -hmm. you know, um, it impacts us. We had a scientist from Harvard that came, um, the psychology department brought him, um, and he was amazing, young black scientist. He's doing his work on PSTD. And he said that out of all the groups in America that they surveyed, the African-American community Um, The trauma that we suffer, it registers in the same place in the brain that um, when someone experiences a trauma that causes PSTD. So we feel it, you know, as those underrepresented groups, not just, you know, racially, but other groups too. We feel that, you know, almost every day in some aspect, we're reminded that people don't want to see it, that we're in a caste discrimination Um, environment. And it's impactful. And these groups, um, honestly, I don't think are given enough credit in what they do to help provide support.
1: Yeah. in a space where you can openly acknowledge that you're feeling this, right? And people don't question it. And they get it. Absolutely. Yeah. They just get it.
0: Yeah. Without a doubt.
3: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If I would just like to add uh, a few more ideas to those brilliant uh, interventions from Renee, Um, You know, I would like to say that uh, PAFSA has a role that is multidimensional. You know, it is internal, but also external. You know, internally, of course, its role consists of uh, really creating a greater sense of equality, equity, you know, diversity, inclusion. Uh, And as Rene said, I think the numbers really play a major part, you know, in really determining those criteria and those uh, parameters, you know. um, I think PASA is important because it's gonna make sure that, you know, African-Americans, people of African descent, you know, including Blacks from not just the United States, but from also around the world, are really represented, equally represented in all domains of life here uh, on campus. You know, we need more Black uh, faculty. Uh, We need more Black staff. Mm -hmm. We need more Black administrators. We need more black students, huh? first of all. First of all, yes. because we are brought to the university by students, and we need also to uh, really know or remember the fact that PAFSA's role is to educate. You know, and by educating, PAFSA helps all groups, not just people of African descent. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, it is. I always tell people that it is a disservice if we let an undergraduate student uh, graduate walk the aisle with a degree without having a greater sense of America's cultural and racial diversity.
1: Mm.
3: I mean, that's that's really a problem Like to just like go to L.A. and to be like a police officer there, you know, and, you know, to just pass the exams and not have a greater sense, right, of mm-hmm. the fact that there is a history, uh, there's a scholarship, right, that one can learn at college, you know, when one is studying for that bachelor's degree uh, by just taking a couple of classes or three or four, you know. Uh, and and having this or, or having a certificate, for instance, in some of those areas, you know, like getting that education, I think is a right, and PAFSA is like one of those entities here that can help uh, encourage the institution to really do that, you know. So uh, and again, I I can't. I can't stop but referring to, to uh, Dr. Garrison, you know, and Dr. Williamson you know, Yes. And every time, And Dr. Temu, like every time they talk to me and now and, and, and other faculty, uh, Professor Okanta, things, right? every time they talk to me, they remind me of those, of those uh, elements, like the need to support the community. They really need to help the students. And that's what Pasa is all about.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: You know? So if we were to, uh, you know, deconstruct those lines or those ideas, then we can definitely come to um an assemblage of concrete steps and actions that can be taken. And that's where interracial and intercultural collaboration and intergender collaboration can happen. So so in other words, PAFSA's work is not restricted to just black people. Mm-hmm. Oh, it no. Everybody, you know, so when PAFSA has an event, I think everybody should come. Um everybody should come because PAFSA is just helping. To make Kent State a better place. And then yeah. the yeah. other role, other role that I was talking about, the external, that relates to the community. And that has been integral in African American activism. And the African American activist tradition, I mean, uh really uh, uh stresses the, the the importance of you know leaving the ivory towers. Like universities mm-hmm. are conceptualized as ivory towers, as elitists, right? You know, uh, because because it is important for the intellectual to be like Cornel West, to connect with the that's community. Cool. That, that's the other side. So so it's one thing to have degrees, it's one thing to talk smart, but it's another thing, you know, to hear the community say, okay, what you are saying here makes sense to us, or you are helping our lives. And and, and that, that aspect, I think, is where we really want to work more as an organization. Mm-hmm. You know, I think we're doing well internally. But I think that other part, which is connecting with the community, uh, really is, you know, and 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 definitely as a board, you know, we will definitely, you know, try to figure out how to make that happen.
1: Yeah. So what you're talking about now, like this focus, right, on not just looking within the Kent State community, but connections to outside of the community. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it might be a little bit of an evolution uh, of PAFSA, like in its current mm-hmm. state. So, I'm thinking about, you know, you've been around for 50 years. So, have there been any specific evolutions or any specific highlights or accomplishments or things from those 50 years that you want people to know about? One of the
2: things, um, like Dr. Mbai said, is that, um, you know, we volunteer, you know, Mm -hmm. with gifts and stuff. That's part of, you know, going out, um, extending ourselves into the community. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've always, Helped out, and I don't think as much uh, with King Kennedy Center as the students do, uh, but that's uh, one avenue. The other thing I think that changed a lot is that it was probably more of a fight um, to get the administrators to listen in mm-hmm. the '70s and to get established, and you know. And I think that um, the relationship. You know, with the administrators that we have now, you know, I think it's a greater uh, understanding of the the importance and you know and, mm-hmm. and I think that they need to you know continue to support the ERGs and mm-hmm. understand the their significance. but um, I think we do have listening ears, you know, as far as the the ERGs, but I would honestly like to see more support from the administrators, you know, uh, financially. And, you know, and then just come into our our council because we have an ERG council and just kind of listening to, you know, what their needs are and stuff. I just think that's really important to continue so that we continue on for another 50 years. I mean, Mm -hmm. as a result of PASFA, we have a lot of ERGs that have started. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty amazing.
0: Yeah. one One of the things that I valued about um PASFA, and I think as an accomplishment, we definitely should um, celebrate is one, not only the opportunities to build community in a place where, you know, faculty and staff from, you know, you know, through the diaspora Mm -hmm. um, has experienced Kent State in many various different ways. And PASFA has uh, really been the glue for Uh, many people uh, over their time on our campus. And the other piece that I think is important that we highlight is that um, before the Latino Networking Caucus, Mm -hmm. we had, uh, you know, some of our Latino uh, and Latina and Latinx Mm -hmm. um, members of our community a part of PASFA, and PASFA embraced them openly. uh, And I think that it allowed for You know, I think that might have been the second um, ERG for them to kind of go and do their own thing and provide the support that they needed. Uh, So I think that's uh, Mm -hmm. another accomplishment.
3: Yeah, um, to me, yeah, I think all those things are are significant Um, and they speak to the interconnectedness, Mm -hmm. I think, uh, of, you know, personal struggles and communities uh, experiences and 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 I would say attempts to improve their lives, uh, and it is important uh, for PAFSA and the other you know ARGs to really see how they work, their roles, and their endeavours connect. You know, I would like more synthesis. You know, um, because if you look at it historically black intellectuals have always worked together with other groups mm-hmm. you know whether it's in terms of class whether it's in terms of gender race you know sexuality politics ideology etc you know uh you know they they transcend the boundaries and and i think PAPSA provides us with uh, an opportunity really to to do that while remaining you know an important voice for for advocacy mm-hmm. you know, for change uh, at the university level, so I, I, you know, my sense is that education is central to pastors' growth, you know, and I and, and and that's where really I I I would encourage our board uh, to put you know more emphasis, more dialogues again, like uh, that that education would involve knowing you know uh, about those connections between the Latinx community, you know, and the the African, you know, uh, Pan-African community here. You know, like historically they they are connected, you know, and 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 if you go to Colombia, you'll see, right, you know, you know, you go to Cuba, right? You know, they're black, they're Hispanic, right? They're Latinx, you know, and Latino, Latina, you know, like they have additional identities. Now how do we use the university as a space, as an opportunity, where we can engage onto this conversation during the nine months? You see, and not wait <laughs> until another academic year and then just like one event and come back, wait until two more years to talk about it. Like, you know, so 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 in that particular sense, now I have to I have to give kudos, big kudos to the Department of African Studies, which literally symbolizes for the most part what PAPSA is all about. Yes. You know, so it's not a surprise. That uh, that many of his you know former uh, you know presidents and and major members are from you know taught in that department and and literally you know this sense of kind of responsibility that I feel for for the Pan African community comes from my exposure to those professors that I mentioned to Pausa and also to Rene you know Renee, especially Rene because I was stepping away Rene said <laughs> you know. <laughs> I said, no, car you have to, she used an expression, you know. Um, remember, can you remind me?
2: <laughs> I said, no, you have to step up. It's time. Yeah, you have to step up. You can't, you know, depend on somebody else to do it. It has to be you. It's it's time.
0: We've yeah. all been violent told by Renee yeah. at some point. <laughs>
1: A great leader right there. Someone who can tell people what they need to do. Yeah, delegation. Yes. Yes. They were I, great, she, though. They were great she said, about said, you're
0: going to be on the board, and I've already talked to your boss about it. We're, yeah. We agree. I am like, wait, what? I don't get to say? I don't get to say? Oh,
1: amazing. Yeah, I
2: didn't want you to say, oh, I got to talk to my boss about it. I wanted to be one step ahead of you. <laughs> But yeah, thank uh, you. You guys have been great. I really appreciate you cuz I wanted to go another 50 years plus. <laughs>
0: that's that's awesome. That's awesome. I think we all do. And uh, and yeah. that leads us to uh, you know, one of our I guess last questions is um, you know, what's the promise or vision for the future? The uh, past for us?
2: Um, you know, people are at different places and stuff. Um, when Pasper first started out, I mean, everybody was just there. I mean, mm-hmm. it was no push to get people to get involved because everybody was pretty much in the same, you know, spot. Um, you know, but people are in different places just to figure out, you know, from them, you know, how do we need to, you know, evolve to make sure we're incorporating everybody? So listen to the community. And see where they want to go. Always a good idea.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think so. And and also, within that context, when we are referring to the community, um, oh, I think okay. Pasa's future will involve really paying, I would say, more being more attuned to what the students think. Yeah. To what the students, you know. And again, when I talk about students, I'm not just talking about uh, black students. But students from all over, you know, because absolutely, because anybody, almost like anyone, is somewhat connected to the history of people of African descent. You know, anybody, everybody, every single town, every single city. You know, I had a, a dissertation um, kind of member uh, you know, at Bowling State University. He was like uh, one of uh, uh, the graduate faculty. Um, and was a member of our uh, dissertation committees. You know, he was an environmentalist. And one day he got us, he put us all together into a room uh, at Bowling Game, and he told us that anybody that writes a dissertation should have a chapter on race. Mm. Yeah, he told it to mm-hmm. everybody. All the different races, and everybody was like, well, why? <laughs> you know, Why should I have a chapter on race? My topic is going to be on this and that. You know, and he all he wanted to say was that race played such an important role in American society mm. that independently of your subject, right, there should be, at least even if you don't have a chapter on it, just like ask the mm. question, is there any way in which, you know, I may give race some attention to this particular project? Because race shaped American society. American culture, American economy, American history. And I'm not just talking about in you know the 21st century. This goes way back. Uh, and, and, and that's what he meant, and I never forget that. Mm-hmm. So, and I always remind my students of that, you know, that we study race in order to better understand America. And what distinguishes this country, I think, uh, among many other things, is that it has had tradition of talking about race. So that is really important. You know, that's a legacy. And I think like uh, that legacy can be preserved through ongoing conversations, ongoing dialogues. And I think that's where, that's how PAFSA can can allow that, you know, can, can provide the opportunity. Let's get together and talk about it. It could be about music. It could just be about music. It could be about blues, it could be about jazz, hip hop, you know, uh, salsa music, anything. It could be about film, cinema, you know, and talk about how really these uh, people of African descent contributed to this, you know, uh, and 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 in relationship, right, in connections, in collaborations with other groups, how they made it happen, how they made um, allow us to have a greater understanding of something. I mean, to me, that's what a university is supposed to be about, and I think PAFSA can play a major role in
1: it. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Me too. I'm down for I'm down for those conversations. <laughs> and if, if other people, if folks listening are down for those conversations or interested in joining PASFA or learning more about the ERG, how can they get connected? How can they see what's going on? On
2: the human resources website, uh, there is um a, a space for all of it, yeah, for all of the ERGs, but Um, It's kent.edu slash
1: PASFA. We'll link that in our show notes.
0: And, you know, we encourage everyone to join our listserv. You can be as involved as you want to be, but at at the end of the day, we need, uh, you know, as many people who are going to be members. If I could put in a slight plug, you know, not only am I a part of DEI, but I I have the opportunity to serve as an executive board member of uh, PASFA. So uh, with that being said, I want to thank you for being here today. Uh, you have been amazing guests. Agreed. Um, and thank you, for everyone out there, for listening and tuning in. And so if you're interested in learning more about us here in DEI, feel free to check out our website at kent.edu diversity.
1: And if you've got a topic you'd like us to discuss on a podcast episode, feel free to reach out to us through email at diversity at kent.edu or connect with us on social media at DEI Kent State across platforms. Uh, we'll see you next month with a new episode. Thank you all. Bye.
0: Yes. Thank you very thank much. You. Bye. Bye. Thank you.